I'm just kidding. I'm going to let you be seated today. I'm going to read two verses, and they're going to sound similar. It's in Psalms 97 and 1, and Psalms 99 and 1, and they're short scriptures. Psalms 97 and 1 says, The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of islands be glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 99.1 says, The Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. Hallelujah. Too often, too often in our chaotic world, it appears that God does not reign. Well, how can God reign with all the nonsense going on in our world? All the things that are not fair. All the things that, that wasn't your fault and it still happened to you. How can God reign and these things still happen? We look at the headlines every day, any day, and you can see the evidence of evil. Events in our own lives spin so easily out of control. Or either you're unsure of what decisions to make or choices that are made that is against our will. We often live with the, the downside effect of other people's actions and decisions. Shelly was telling me this week she was almost in a car accident. It wouldn't have been her fault that you're still in the accident. And sometimes that, that can be catastrophic. Sometimes you lose limbs. You, you have things happen to you. You can lose family members. It's chaotic. And you begin to wonder, is there any sanity in this world? Is, is there any sanity in this world? I will, if I would just watch five minutes worth of news, I think, is there any sanity in this world? I'm just telling you, that's what I think. Is there any design? Is God in control at all? We believers, we know it. Is anything for sure? We know as believers there is. The answer is yes to that. You know why? The Lord reigns. <laughs> the Lord reigns. He's in control. What a relief and joy to know that the Lord reigns here in December, what, 6th? Is it 6th or 7th? I don't even know what day it is. So I'm so happy. I don't even care what day it is. He still reigns today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Today I want to preach for just a few moments, and you can believe it beyond the shadow of the doubt, the Lord reigns. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word. It's already anointed. I ask you, Lord, to anoint your servant. Lord, that my lips will speak the words, Father, that you'd have me to speak today. Let us see and let us hear what you'd have us to see and to hear. I ask you to anoint us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, when I was writing this sermon, I got to thinking about a lot of things. And I got to thinking about some old TV shows. When I was growing up, I used to like to watch different TV shows. One of them was Andy Griffith, Green Acres. I lived that one. The telephone pole, you know, they had to climb up to use the phone. We had that at our, our place. That's pretty, I related to that one. Gomer Pyle, I bought the season, the, the, whole, the whole seasons, all of them. And uh, Cardin sits and watches them almost daily. That's why so I'm constantly hearing Gomer in my ear all day long. Gomer Pop, the Dick Van Dyke show. How many remember that? Every time he walked in the room, he tripped over something and fell on the ground. Uh, Beverly Hillbillies. I seen it the other day. I just I skimmed through stations, and, and Granny was wanting to cook a rabbit, and there was a kangaroo in her backyard. She said, this is the biggest rabbit I've ever seen in my life. How about Petticoat Junction? We had to watch some chick shows, too. I had a sister, and so we had to watch Petticoat Junction, and, and, and we watched that one. Uh, Mr. Ed, 
I love that. You know, if I could have a horse that talk, I'd have one right now. But my favorite show was the Munsters. I don't know why. I just, that was my favorite show, the Munsters. The list could go on and on. You, may, you might be able to find these shows in reruns or on a video disc, just like I did Gomer Pyle. But the one thing that all these shows have in common is they stop production. Some of these shows were at the top of the charts. They were some of the biggest shows going on at the time. But they all have this in common. They stopped production. They stopped production. All these shows are gone. We have Rocky Marciano, Sonny Lister, George Foreman, Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, Evander Holyfield, and Mike Tyson. There's a whole bunch more than this. They've all been heavyweight champions of the world. But they also have something in common. Not one of them is a heavyweight champion of the world. They may be former but they're not the heavyweight champion of the world anymore. What these television shows and the boxers have in common is there are memories in our past. And guess what? They're not eternal. They're not eternal. These actors and athletes were once in the limelight, but with time, they have lost their popularity. They have. Can I tell you that our God is eternal? Our God is eternal. He will not be off the scene in just a few decades or have a bad episode and they cancel the series on him. He's not going anywhere, folks. He's still going to be around for forevermore. He's not up for election every four years. He's not. He's not up for election every four years. He has no plans of retiring or dying or advocating his throne. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. Psalms 97 and 99 begin with an abrupt declaration. The Lord reigns, no doubt about it. An event greater certainly than 2 plus 2 equals 4. God reigns. God rules. He is the beginning. He's the end. He's the first. He's the last. He's the creator. He's our redeemer. The Lord reigns today. He's the maker of all things. He reigns. Isaiah 44 and 21 said this. Remember these, O Jacob. And Israel, for you are my servant. I have formed you. You are my servant. O Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions, and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, you lower parts of the earth. Break forth into singing, you mountains. O forest and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and glorified himself in Israel. Thus says the Lord. I love it when the Lord talks to you. Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, and he who has formed you from the womb, I am the Lord, who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads about the earth by myself. Hallelujah. The Lord reigns. He didn't need anybody's help. He doesn't need our president's help. He doesn't need our government. He doesn't need world leaders to help him. Our Lord reigns. He reigns. He reigns. He reigns. Hallelujah. I didn't get beyond the first three words of our text. And them three words captivated my attention. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. Cause my heart to skip a beat. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. The more you say it, the more excited you can get about our Lord reigns. Hallelujah. I got it right here in my notes. Now let's start acting like our Lord reigns. Let's start acting like our Lord reigns. Amen. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. He reigns. He reigns. 
supreme over all the earth. But specifically, he reigns in my life. He reigns in my family's life. He reigns in our church's family's life. Does anyone have a testimony that can tell about how God reigns in your life? Anybody? Anybody? Let's hear it, Sister Roxanne. Give me a testimony. Tell me what God's did for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God chased her down and brought her in. Brother Scotty, what's God did for you? Yes. Hallelujah. He's our all in all. He's our everything. Praise the Lord. What, Sister Donna, what's God did for you? Hallelujah. 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 If he didn't do anything else, he saved your soul. Tiffany, what's the Lord did for you? Amen. Let's all agree with that right now. Amen. 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 God will show himself strong and show you that he reigns in all aspects of your life. I could go to each and every one of you and find out what's God, what's God done for you. You give me testimony after testimony how God's healed you, how God's touched your finances, how God's lifted your spirits, how God saved you. Not only your soul, but from accidents. Your kids. I could go down the line. Peyton, Peyton, the devil's been after Peyton his whole life. Trying to take his limbs off. Trying to take his fingers off. Trying to kill him with cancer. But my Lord reigns. My Lord reigns. My Lord reigns. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what's going on. My Lord reigns. Let's look at some other testimonies in God's word. What if I face a giant who is breathing threats at me? And talking to us about destroying me and my family, we can ask David, and he will tell you that the Lord reigns even when the odds are stacked against you. How many has ever had the, the, the situation come to you and you knew the odds were stacked against you? There's no way out of this situation. It's either God or it's nothing. Can I tell you when you have God or nothing, God's going to win. God's going to win. You're right in the position where he can bless you. When you stop depending on everything else and all you have is God, that's all you need. Hallelujah. Because he reigns. David came against a giant and when all he was doing was delivering food. How many knew that? He may have been the first Grubhub, DoorDasher, Uber Eats. But that's what he was doing. He was delivering food. Somebody said he was delivering cheese. That's what he was doing. I don't know. He was delivering food is what I know. But he ran into a giant that was unexpected, unwanted, and unacceptable. If you see it in the scriptures, you'll realize David got up there to the battle line. He realized nobody's willing to go face the giant. It was unacceptable to him. This guy, he's, he's cursing our God. That's unacceptable. 
That's unacceptable. And you know what? But David knew his God was unchangeable, unstoppable, and unbeatable. <laughs> Hallelujah. David already knew the power of God in his life. He'd killed a lion with his bare hands. He'd killed a bear with his bare hands. The Bible said these animals took sheep from his flock. And guess what he did? He pursued the enemy. He pursued them. He went after them. When you hear them stories that, you know, maybe in Sunday school, they don't tell you he went after these animals. It's like it just happened. Oh, I see a lion right there. Get away from my sheep. That's what. No, he went looking for the lion and bear. That goes against my nature. Going to look for some trouble. I'm just telling you, David, he knew God was unbeatable. He went after him. He went looking for him. Some people say they're not looking for trouble. And they let the enemy take everything that they hold value. He'll take whatever you'll let him take. When you don't pursue him and take it back, he's going to keep taking from you. I love that David wouldn't stand for his enemy to take his stuff. He pursued them. He went after what was stolen from him. When the lion, the bear, rose up against him, the Bible says, David said, I grabbed him by his beard. Can you imagine a lion? I watch enough of these African shows where, where they're, they're, they're showing the African safari and all that kind of stuff, and these lions are attacking stuff. David goes looking for the lion, and when he gets him, grabs him by his, his beard. That's what the word said. I love the next part. This is, just, this is a little bit of me right here. Because he grabbed him by his beard, and the Bible said he smote him. Smote. That's a funny word. Smote. Smite. It's a word. You know, it's funny. Just say it a couple times. Smote. 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 Smote means to strike with a firm blow. Punch. Button up your suit, grab your sheep, and you're going your way. No, he didn't stop there. Smoke means he struck with a firm blow. Sometimes we have to punch the enemy right in the face. It's time that the church rise up and smack our enemy around a little bit. I'm not talking about physically. Don't look at your spouse and say, You hurt him. It's going to happen. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in the spiritual realms. Wives, you calm down. You can't, that's not permission to slap your husbands. I'm tired of God's people running scared every time the enemy wants to jump up and say boo. I'm tired of God's people wondering if God can still do what he said he would do. He is who he says he is. Hallelujah. Malachi 3 and 6, for I am the Lord. I do not change. Or the King Version's... King James Version says, I change not. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. It's time for the church to rise up and put a beat down on your enemy. It wasn't because of David's great strength. He wasn't just so strong while well, he can handle any bear or any lion comes along. It wasn't because of his strength that he's able to defeat his enemies. It was because of David's great God that was inside of him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That same God is living inside of you today. He's living inside of you. If you're saved, he's living inside of you. After David grabbed the beard, he punched the poacher. And the Bible said in 1 Samuel 17, 35, that he killed his foe. He grabbed, he punched, and then he killed. Well, that just sounds violent. When you're talking about your enemy, you better get violent with him. You better get violent with your enemy. 
David said, I killed the lion, I killed the bear, and now this uncircumcised Philistine, this giant, shall be as one of them. He didn't care. He had already had the experience with God. He knew how to kill a lion. He knew how to kill a bear. And now this Philistine wasn't going to sit and curse his God. He wasn't going to hold back the armies of the Lord. He's going to kill the giant in his life. That's what testimonies are all about. For all of us has been reminded of great God that we serve if we just look back at the monument moments in our lives. Remember the monument moments in your own life where God gave you strength to carry on. When God gave you strength to carry on when you didn't think you'd be able to pray another prayer. When you didn't think you'd be able to walk another mile. When you thought you were so low in the valley you could, you could only look up to see the bottom of the door. That's when God reigns the most. You're right in position for Him to move in your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When God gave you strength to overcome. Whereas... Whereby God's provision, you came out of an ugly situation where your faith in God delivered you out of something that no one else could. That's what happens when we lean on God. That's what happens when we have the monument moments in our life when we think back at what He's done. It's we think back to where, uh, where did God show Himself strong in your own life. And when you can think about then, then you realize He is a real God. Because the devil won't say, oh, that wasn't real. That's not real. That didn't really happen to you. God didn't really do it. That's just coincidence. Hmm. Maybe it was in your salvation where no one ever thought you'd be saved, but you had an experience at the altar, and you understand, you know, I had that monument moment at the altar. I was saved. I am saved. I don't care what anybody else says. So, so I may have failed God. I may have did something. You know what? I'm saved. I'm going to go running back to the altar and say, God, you know what? I may have let some words slip. I may have did some things I shouldn't have done. But you know what, Lord? You still love me. You've still forgiven me. You already forgive me of my sins. I'm coming back to you, God, because you still reign supreme. Hallelujah. We need to look back at the monument moments and realize that where we can always go back to, and that is God. Hallelujah. 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 God, I wrote a song years ago. He still touches the untouchable. Song name was just the untouchables, but he touches the untouchable. The one that you didn't think there's no way he's ever going to get saved. He's no, no way he's going to stop drinking. No way he's going to stop doing drugs. No way he's going to be, be what God wants him to be. God still touches the untouchable. Hallelujah. Maybe it was in a health crisis, a financial crunch, a relationship disaster, an emotional breakdown. Where is your monument moment in God? What has God done for you? You need to remember the testimonies of how God has brought you out. Because of his faith in God, we see in 1 Samuel 30 that David is pursuing his enemy again. It wasn't a one-time event for David. He continued to pursue his enemy when they had what he, was, belonged to him. What God had given to him, he pursued after when the devil come in or when his enemies came in and tried to steal things from him. It's time we take back what belongs to us and pursue our enemy with hostile intent. Not because we're tough. Not because we're strong. Because of the God that lives in 1 John 4 and 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Hallelujah. Because of the God in you, you can overcome. Hallelujah. Our Lord reigns. Our Lord reigns. Next week, we can ask the three Hebrew boys about a fiery furnace that no one's ever survived. I was talking to Taylor about this yesterday. I said, how can you read the story about the Hebrew children and not laugh? Read it. You're going to find out. It's funny. 
I'm going to get to it. I'm going to read it to you like I read it, and then you'll see why it's funny. They trusted that the Lord reigns. I'm whistling now. When the heat was on and decisions had to be made, they were going to bow down. They wasn't going to bow down to the king. They wasn't going to, but that's what they wanted to do. Were they going to bow down to the king and worship when the music played, or would they choose to trust the Lord because their Lord reigns? When they had to choose between fear of man and fear of death, their Lord reigns. They decided to choose life in their Lord. Under pressure, the Hebrew boy's faith didn't fold, but their faith flourished. Daniel chapter 3, verse 14. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, it is, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? He's asking a question. Now, if you're ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, the uh, uh, psaltery, in symphony, with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I've made, it's good. But if you do not worship, you should be cast immediately into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? He's breathing out threats. You either bow down or I'm going to knock your head off and knock you right into the fire. I used to tell Shelly, everybody in Oklahoma, Billy Jack somebody. He's going to Billy Jack him right into the fire. Here comes the funny part. I love this. This is a serious situation. You know, I said it a couple weeks ago. It's time to put up or shut up. They're fixing to go through something. It's time to put up or shut up. Do they really believe the Lord reigns? I'm telling you what, we need to answer like they did. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said, To the king, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. That's like, speak to the hand. Bring on the fire. That, that's, what, that's what it is. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. That, that's funny. In essence, we don't even care to talk to you, buddy. I don't, you're nothing to us. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Not only do I not need to talk to you, but if I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to let you know I don't even care what your threats are because my God reigns. If it, it doesn't matter what goes on, my God reigns. Bring on the fire. Turn it up hotter. We're ready for it. I needed a tan anyway. Verse 18 says, But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Forget it, buddy. I don't, I don't even want to talk to you. If we burn up, big deal. Taylor always said, don't threaten me at the good time. I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to worry about it. In other words, or another way to put this is, we're going out in a blaze of glory one way or another. One way or another. Why? Because the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. The heat of the situation is right before us today. We're going through things that we're not prepared for. How many knows 2020 has a lot of things that we've not been prepared for? It jumped on us. We didn't realize what was going to happen. We never thought we'd have to make the decisions we're having to make right now. Can I tell you, you're at the edge of the fiery furnace. 
You're at the edge of the fiery furnace. It's time to put up or shut up. Do you believe your Lord reigns or not? The enemy's trying to speak fear into your mind and the heart. He's turned up the heat seven times hotter than it's ever been before. This is Satan's final push to kill the church off. He knows his time's limited. This is what he's doing 2020. And Brother Ed said it well earlier. He believes he's in the hours. We may be down to the minutes or the seconds according to the, the time clock of eternity. We don't know how close we are, but the writing's on the wall, as they say. You can see the signs that are appearing. Amen? Hallelujah. He's the same God with David. He's the same God with the Hebrew boys, and he's the same God with you and me today. Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I, I, I'll never forget what Tony Burroughs told me one time. He said, I, I, he heard a preacher tell him, he said, say a scripture and say it over and over and over. Keep saying it. Say it out loud. Keep saying it. So if you keep saying it, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, yesterday, today, and forever. Keep saying it over and over, and it gets into your spirit, and you start realizing, realizing what he did back for David, what he did for the Hebrew boys, he will do the same thing for me. Hallelujah. He's not going to change. If he ever did it before, he's going to do it again. Why? Because the Lord reigns. Hallelujah. He reigns. He reigns. Ooh, I got plenty of time. What about a hungry den of lions? When a situation is threatening you to eat you alive, when the enemy's growling against you, those big sharp teeth are ready to tear you to shreds, let's ask Daniel. Let's let Daniel testify to us today. He'll tell you that God can shut the mouth of the lion, hallelujah, and cause a victory to come that will absolutely amaze those around you. There's no way he's coming through this. There's no way they're getting off drugs. There's no way this is going to happen for you. Step back. Let God do his thing. You get to you get to your uh, into your rope. You get to your rock bottom, and where all you have is God. Realize that He reigns and He'll work in your situation. Hallelujah! 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 This day had already been breached in our lives. Fear has gripped the hearts of so many here in America and around the world, and this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. The day is quickly approaching that we're going to be confronted with the ultimatums. Are we going to serve the Lord? Does our Lord reign? Or are we going to bow down to what the world wants us to do? Matthew 10 and 28 said, And do not fear those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. I want to be on his side. Let them come in and kill me. Let them do whatever they want to do with this flesh. I don't care what they want to do. I'm going to serve my Lord. My God reigns. My God reigns today. Your choices, your choice are and will have great consequences just as it did for Daniel. It's life or death situations. I believe it is coming to this world. Are you going to trust in God and keep obeying his word? Are you? No matter what the fate of this flesh is going to be. Somebody said, well, I'm not going to get saved until tribulation. And you're on tribulation, you can just get your head chopped off, you go to heaven, you believe in God. You refuse to take the mark of the beast. And 
if you can't go to church and live for God now, what makes you think you're going to be able to lay your head on a chop block? It's the truth. It's the truth. Daniel was thrown into a bunch of hungry lions that should have killed him. But the king, I love this, the king didn't want to do it. He didn't want to throw him in, but he had decreed something stupid. And so he had to back up on it. He, Okay, I, I, Daniel's praying. He's broke my law, which they tricked me into making. And so now he couldn't sleep because he threw Daniel in there. And so the Bible says he woke up early in the morning and went to check on Daniel. Daniel 6 and verse 20 said, And when he came to the den, he cried out with a laminating voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God. Wow. I want people to say, Drew, servant of the living God. Even though you're a little bit crazy, we know you're living for God. That's what I want. That's a testimony right there. Servant of the living God. Has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? I'm sure he's sitting there looking, listening. Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angels to shut the mouths of the lions, hallelujah, so that they have not hurt me because I I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. He gets in a little jab himself there at the end. I love that. The angel of the Lord come down there and shut the mouths of the lion. That didn't say the lions wasn't hungry. Oh, they just fed him. They wasn't hungry. No, the angel of the Lord shut their mouths. When you're going through a trial and you feel like that you're in a lion's den and things are going against you, you need to know that God can send an angel for you to shut the lion's mouth. He can turn situations around for you if you trust in him like Daniel did. He wouldn't bow down. He wouldn't do what they said. He's going to continue to pray. He's going to continue to, uh, what we should be doing, continue to read our word. When I read this, I keep thinking about myself. we got to continue to pray. we got to continue to read our word. It doesn't matter what they want to do to us. Throw us in the lion's den. Throw us in the fiery furnace. Guess what? Our God still reigns. Our God still reigns. If God will deliver David from the lion, bear, and the giant... And the Hebrew boys from the fiery furnace and Daniel from a bunch of hungry lions, then God will deliver you and me. Why? Because the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. What about the walls that have surrounded you, trying to keep you away from the promises of God? Walls that taunt you, saying that they'll never fall. They'll never fall. You'll never get over them. They're too thick. You'll never get through them. Let's ask Joshua. And he'll tell you that the Lord reigns. It can knock down the walls if you determine to give him praise in spite of what you see. If we're looking on the physical, we look at our finances, we look at our health, we look at the different situations of life, it looks grim. Them are walls that we're never getting over, never getting through, never getting around. Guess what? The Israelites at this point, they didn't have a mighty army. I could ask each, there's Bible scholars all through I could ask each one, they didn't have the weapons of war. Matter of fact, the men were all hurt. They were circumcised. They just come out of circumcision. They were hurt. Sure, they were healed up some, but they didn't have the weapons. God was so unconventional in this moment. Let's walk around this wall. What's that going to do? Kim, if you want healing, you need to walk around this church one time for seven days. Or on the seventh day, walk around it seven times. Okay, where's the healing in that? It's obedience to God. Do what God tells you to do. God will bring down the walls. 
He just wants us to be obedient to him and his word and exercise our faith and trust that he knows what he's doing. Even when it made me sound crazy. God has spoke to me to do some things in this church that I thought was absolutely crazy. Some of you may have been here. You maybe remember it. God spoke to me. I was over there praying one day. And he said, this Sunday you're going to do a Jericho march. I was like, okay. Sounds good, God. I don't know. I've seen it in church. We're a Pentecostal church. Music gets to play and things get going big. People get out there and start marching around the church. I've seen it done. I'm, that'd be good. We're up here playing a song. Spirit's moving. You can feel him. Slow song. People's worshiping. And God said, right now. Jericho march. I was like, God, right now? He said, right now. Okay, you're the boss. I got up here and I said, I know this sounds crazy, but this is what I want us to do. This is what I feel like God does. And do you know, we got out here and we started marching. All of a sudden, our voices started raising up. The praises of God started coming out. Just kept marching. And the glory of the Lord come down that morning. It was crazy. It didn't, you know, you, you look at it on the natural thing. Why? My boys do that to me all the time. I want you to do this, this, but why? Just obey me. Just obey me before I smite you. Just teasing. Don't call scan on me. Hallelujah. What about a situation in your family that seems dead? There's no possible way for this to turn around. The relationship appears it'll never be able to be repaired. Is that too hard for God? No, it's not too hard for God. Ask Martha and Mary, whose brother Lazarus was dead. I know they can testify that the Lord reigns, hallelujah, because Jesus spoke the words of life, and death had to release Lazarus. Hallelujah. It seemed impossible. God was late. He was late. He was sick. He could have healed him from his sickness. God was late. Why did he wait till he died? Our Lord reigns. He wants to show I can do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, and however I want to do it. Hallelujah. Will we have faith to trust in him that he reigns? Will we have that trust in him? Hallelujah. God was late on purpose. He knew what was going on. He knew the situation. He knew it was in its last stages. He knew Lazarus was going to pass away. And he showed up late anyway. When God shows up late, he's still right on time. Let me show you why. Isaiah 55 and 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. There it is. The God talking right to us, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. When you think where God's too late for you, Just remember, your ways are not his ways. Your thoughts are not his thoughts. He knows what's best for you. We may not like it, just like broccoli. It's good for us. Shelly made me eat it last night. I feel stronger and healthier and my skin's better. It's good for us to know and remember his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His ways are higher than my ways. The Lord reigns even when His timing is different from our timing. Even when His schedule is different from our schedule. 
What about dire situations in your finances? Ask Peter. Let him testify to you. He went fishing. If this happened to me, I'd go fishing all the time. He found a coin that Jesus miraculously had appear in the mouth to take care of a financial situation. You don't understand where the money can come from. You have no idea how this is going to work out. There's no idea. But guess what? Peter would shout out to you, the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. I can tell you, no matter where you are in this life or what situation you find yourself in, God is still in control and he reigns. Would you stand with me today?